Welcome to the Northeastern Next podcast, your channel for the latest alumni stories in Boston and beyond. In this show, we'll catch up with Northeastern alumni who are out there achieving what's next. It's October, which for Boston Red Sox fans means the World Series. With Boston's four professional teams in season, today's guest is working overtime. A 2009 graduate in communication studies, Tom Giles can now be seen weeknights 9 to 11 p.m. as a co-host of NBC Boston Sports Tonight. Tom, welcome to the Northeastern Next podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Megan. It's great to be here. I don't know where I am right now because <laughs> I know when I went to school here like 20, 10, 12 years ago when I graduated, it looked nothing like this. You I know, got we construction have all over the place. A lot going on outside this building. I'd love to just jump in and could you talk about your current job right now? What What's a day in the life for you? So I'm at NBC Sports Boston right now, and uh, I've been there for about a few years. I freelanced there for a um, little more than a year and a half and went on full-time, and uh, we launched a new show, I want to say about a year and a half ago, called uh, Boston Sports Tonight, and it started off as a, a three-hour show, nine to midnight, so that was that was quite the undertaking, because in you know, radio, three or four hours is not a big deal, but TV to, to put a project together, to put a show together like that every night is, um, it was something that I, I don't really know how many other networks have tried to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see it every once in a while, but, uh, we did it for, for three hours a night and, uh, now we're, we're down to, uh, two hours a night, which <laughs> is a little more manageable. And, and we think the show's really kind of hitting its stride now that it's about two hours a night, but yeah, it's, it's it's a it's an interesting day for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I typically am not up before 10 a.m. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, yes, but, you know, because I'm at work past midnight and it takes a little while to unwind, um, I'm not I'm not exactly going home and, and able to go to bed right away. Right. So <laughs> my day does start later than most people. And it's just it's um, for me, it's, you know, we, we cover the four major Boston teams primarily. So it's just trying to keep up on that. You know, we've got email chains going throughout the day with the producers and uh, the other people that are on the show with me, Michael Hawley and Danielle Trotta. And we try to, you know, hammer out what the best topics of the day are, the topics which we feel most passionately about. So um, then I'll go in, you know, early in the evenings and kind of prep for the show at, at, at the studio and we'll go through some meetings there and then we uh, we get ready and we hit it at, at 9 p.m. And, and have fun for a couple hours. So you get you know paid to watch sports as part of your job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, watch sports, uh, talk about sports, um, tell bad jokes, you know, a lot of dad jokes on there. So uh, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Do you have a favorite team or sport that you follow? I love the fact that in this city, We've got four teams that we um, can count on to be competitive in postseason play. I mean, and then it's also amazing in this city that you got a team that's like, you know, in first place, but everyone's just, what's wrong with they? They can't win. Like, they've got too many problems, and I'm guilty of it because we're spoiled here because we've seen so much winning. I don't necessarily have a favorite of the pro teams because I just love the fact that, you know, when one of them just feels like it's getting tired or it's just played out, you got there's always something going on. Mm-hmm. But if you want to ask me my favorite team or my my favorite sports moment of the last year, 
was I asked for a Monday night off in February because I said they're going to win the bean pot this year. So I went and saw <laughs> Northeastern win the bean pot. Excellent. So those are the moments, you know, that and going to see uh, the basketball team win the CAA tournament a few years ago. Like those are the moments that um, I really love the most because, you know, it's it's Northeastern. You know, yeah. I want to see I want to see them do well. Five yeah, years. absolutely. Great. And so you're from Massachusetts? Originally. From Massachusetts, yeah. So you definitely, you know, grew up in a Boston sports town. And so what interests you in this field of sports industry, sports journalism? You were a communications major yep. at Northeastern? Yes. Yeah, went communications um, and took, you know, some uh, some field and studio um, classes. Michelle Carr, uh, Sam Lodiff, so and Joe Castiglione when he was here took his class as well. So got some experience that way. I mean, the co-op program is really what I think helps you get into the field because it's one thing to go and do classes and everything else, but it's another thing to actually go out there and get work experience and then actually get into it. Uh, my first one was at Nesson. Mm-hmm. So I worked at Nesson for six months back in 2006. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I, it was really cool to me. Like the adrenaline of just like a live show. It's like, all right, this is it. Like you can't screw it up. Like this is live. I'm just sitting there running the teleprompter and I'm like, I have to make sure like everything's in the right place or Hazel right. May is going to get, you know, she's not going to like that. I mean, she needs that. So, um, it was, it was really cool, you know, just to, to feel like you were a part of something, a, a big collaboration that was, you know, putting a show together. So that work experience was huge. And then I worked in San Diego for another co-op at uh, an NBC station out there. So that was one of those situations where it's kind of like, I don't really know if I want to do the Boston winter this year. Yeah. <laughs> Let's drive to San Diego, get jobs and, and hang out for, you know, six, eight months. So, you know, getting that work experience certainly helped already having been kind of uh, a producer when I got my first on-air job in Grand Junction, Colorado. But I've kind of always, to your question about like how long have I really, I, like when I was a kid, I, I watched Sports Center instead of cartoons. <laughs> like I was the weird one in that sort of way. Yeah. Um, and I always kind of played out games like in the backyard, even by myself, just talking by myself. I did have friends, but in those situations, like, you know, they weren't always around. Yeah. You know, okay. So I had my own play by play in the backyard and you know, I just, I always, uh, I've always loved it. You know, I played sports growing up and this was then I was never good enough to, to make it to the next level. So this is the next best thing. Exactly. And so you also, I mean, at Northeastern, you're part of the campus radio station, right? Yeah. WRBB. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. Cause you know, I mean, Right around, I think it was my Midler year when I really got involved with the basketball team. And that was Bill Cohen's first year here. So, you know, they played a ton of just big, high-profile teams. So we're going to Syracuse. We're going to Michigan. We're going to Louisville. Like, all these top-tier programs to call games. And uh, at that point, we might have had uh, commercial radio. But, like, we were kind of the voice of Northeastern basketball. So we're sitting courtside at all these awesome venues in front of these gigantic crowds. And it just, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was tough to win some of those games going up against some of those powerhouses. So, uh, you know, that part was, you, you kind of got to watch the program grow into what it is now. And now, you know, Bill certainly got them uh, competing every year at the top of the CAA, but just being involved with that going on the road, you know, it was a great experience with Adam Jones, who's actually, you know, doing sports radio in town. So it was the two of us kind of just running amok in random cities, <laughs> just 
uh, gaining more experience, but I, I loved doing that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, safe to say you built a lot of your resume just while you were still an undergrad, which is unique about Northeastern in general with co-ops and these other on-campus involvements, but I think... Others might be jealous of that. And you have a leg up when you go out into the real world. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of times when I go into my field, you meet kids from um, Arizona State or Northwestern or Missouri. You know, some of these like Washington State, these big like journalism programs that kind of just people just gravitate towards. And they all say they go out there. But, you know, in those situations, they've got their campus TV stations and everything else. Maybe they do an internship or two. But. I, I loved doing it. I loved gaining the experience the way I did, you know, having the flexibility to kind of, you know, just kind of pick and choose where you want to go. You know, I mean, San Diego might've been a move mostly because it was like, let's just try somewhere new. Mm -hmm. Like I just want to try somewhere new um, and live somewhere warm for the winter. <laughs> but I, I'm honestly like, you know, that's one of my best mentors, uh, Derek Togerson, who's out there is just, he was someone that really helped me grow in my career and then helped me, after I was done, I, went, I came back here, I finished, you know, my final year, and then he helped me try to find a job when I graduated. And actually, someone that I met when I was out there on that co-op helped me get my first on-air job in, in Colorado. It's all about the networking, right? It is. It's, it is so weird. It's such a small world. It really <laughs> yeah. is for us, too. And so, I mean, we hear from our alumni all the time. The sports industry is so interesting to people. They're, if they like sports, like, how do people actually make a career out of this? And you've even um, been generous to donate your time to Northeastern Alumni Relations. You moderated a panel for us a couple years ago at Fenway Park. It looked like a really cool venue with the president of the Red Sox, and I think it was the president of TD Garden. So what's, what's that like for you, kind of coming back and, you know, being part of those events and giving your time? It's, I mean... It at this point, really, time is the the best thing that I feel I can give. Uh, and to come back in, in those situations, I mean, I was I was very uh, genuinely interested too. I mean, that was that was more of a, a sports business seminar, mm -hmm. I guess you'd say, a roundtable that we did that day, and it was fascinating. But it, yeah, I mean, any time that, and I'm very much in contact, you know, with with everyone, Megan, as you know, in your office, mm -hmm. and then still in contact, you know, with, with the basketball team. It's just, I like being involved in, with it. I like being a part of, you know, the community. Mm -hmm. um, even though, you know, maybe I, I don't get to come down here as often as I do, and which is why I'm so shocked when I look out <laughs> here and there's new buildings all it's over the place. Changing. I'm like, I used to sneak into that parking lot across the street. That's where I would go when I lived two blocks from here. But, yeah, I mean, it's just doing that and as well as uh, the Top Dog Awards this mm -hmm. year, you know, being able to, to host it that, which was an awesome event. I was really Best impressed. Athletics, right? Yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I, I'm not really sure what this event's going to be like. And then it's like, the lights are down. It's, it's, it's like you, they set up the Emmys inside Matthews arena. I was really yeah. impressed with it. So, just being able to do that and just stay in contact with Denver, I've always loved it. Yeah, and we actually met at the athletics golf tournament this yes. year. And so that's kind of another fun way to, you know, who doesn't like a day, a working day on the golf course, right? And you, know, you can that, get together with your Northeastern friends. That's one of those things, just a heads up, that I'm always available for. So if you guys ever, you know, need that, I will I will jump at the opportunity. Yes. Yeah, we've, we've done, that, done that a few years in a row. Jack McCorkle's, you know, uh, mm. always keeps us in mind, and we appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Get out there and... Uh, we haven't won. Uh, we've never been close to winning, mm -hmm. but we definitely have the most fun, I think. 
Yeah. I mean, my colleague won, I think, the women's. We only had a handful of women that were alumni, <laughs> and I wasn't included in that. Well, so. come on. No, there were thousands. There <laughs> oh, were thousands. Yeah. 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 And she put just, together. We got to bring more, you know, women to the to the athletics tournament next year, and then we can make it more competitive. <laughs> there you <but>. go. <laughs> It's, it's fun when you can, you know, get together with your Northeastern friends and kind of reminisce. I think everyone can relate to that. But do you have a favorite Northeastern memory? <sighs> favorite Northeastern memory. That's that's a good question. Uh, it, the funny thing is that it's, it's kind of hard to separate all of them because I've remained close with um, my core group that, that I became friends with here on campus. And so it's kind of tough to separate which ones were, were at what point. But that's kind of, for me, it's just the fact that we, we've all remained in touch and a lot of them are still in the Boston area. It's, it's really cool as far as that goes. I mean, graduation is a great memory. Mm-hmm. Not that, I, it, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't. So it, it was a great memory because it's like, all right, this is a happy day. This is great. Your family's there. You got all your friends. Um, it, you're in the TD Garden. It's, it's a great day. Uh, but at the same time, you're like, ah, I just graduated. <laughs> so, um, you know, five years wasn't enough. Now I got to, mm. you know, get the real the uh, real world job, get something ironed out. So it kind of it was one of those bittersweet moments, probably. And you went to Colorado for your first job out yeah. Northeastern. Yeah. Grand Junction, Colorado. And then where'd you go after that? Like what were your path until yeah, NBC Grand- Sports tonight? So. Grand Junction, Colorado is a very small town, like three and a half hours west of Denver. So it's very kind of isolated. So it's a very small town. And that's kind of where a lot of times, you know, people will go to um, get their their experience, you know, being on air. So I did that for a couple of years. And then I moved up to Spokane, Washington, which is no closer to home. I was reminded <laughs> of that when I took the job. Uh, so I was up in Washington State in the Pacific Northwest for a few years, which was you know, really cool. There's a couple, you know, big colleges up there like mm-hmm. Washington State and Gonzaga. And so, you know, a little more college athletics. And I got to go to the Super Bowl covering the Seahawks. So that was a lot of fun. And then I actually, when I was in my senior year here, I was working at WHDH Channel 7 downtown in Boston. And I stayed in touch with, you know, a couple of the producers. And one of them, John Zanis, had moved over to um, NBC Sports Boston, which was comcast sportsnet new england csn i don't we've gone through five name changes since i've been there so it's kind of hard to remember how it but i just stayed in touch with him and he said hey you know would you want to do some freelance work as they call it? it's basically just you know you're not guaranteed how many days you'll work but you get paid for each day that you work so i kind of slowly started to make my way back here and i was freelancing for a while but you know felt great about it loved the people that i work with and i knew i would take a full-time position when it popped up and that's that's kind of how it all happened so besides i know you talk a lot about staying in touch with these you know contacts and this network do you have any other tips for you know sports tv hopefuls of how to get on air on tv and really reach these type of jobs yeah it's you really have to open yourself up to doing things you wouldn't normally do and what I mean by that, when I say it, is that, like, you, you might not know anything about wrestling, but, like, <laughs> I know it's talking like high school wrestling, but, you know, go out and cover it. If someone gives you an opportunity to go do it, go do it, because you're going to learn something, not just about wrestling, but you're going to learn something about how to also approach something that you're not used to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just kind of being able to expand your knowledge and everything else. I mean, there's 
a lot of opportunities now because it's so easy, it seems, to just go out there with a camera. You know, everyone's got a cell phone now. You can mm-hmm. just put stuff on social media and everything else. Uh, that would be another tip, too. Just be careful on social <laughs> media. Let's, you know, remember that stuff's pretty much around there forever. But just go out there and, and be active in it and and also be passionate about it. But try to have fun while you're doing it and really figure out if this is something that you want to do to keep going forward. And so this is called the Northeastern Next Podcast. So what's next for you? You've been kind of all over the country. I know you probably seem happy in your job, but you know, what, what are you thinking of in that, in that next step, both like career or personal or? Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird because I think when people asked me that a few years ago or five years ago, 10 years ago, it always felt like, well, you, you keep moving up in the media markets mm-hmm. and then you want to, you know, maybe go national, maybe you want to go to ESPN. Um, it's just changed so much the industry where, you know, a lot of stuff is online. A lot of stuff is, um, you know, just hyper local sometimes as well. And for us, we're, we are in the best sports city mm-hmm. in the world and it's kind of tough to beat that. And all four teams are, as, you know, as I mentioned before, they're competitive. So it's, mm-hmm. it's really difficult to imagine leaving the region, but it's, it's about kind of trying to figure out how to be better you know, with so, you know, how to be better on Instagram and Twitter and everything else. It's trying to be become. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just trying to like maximize and, and be better at what I do. That's kind of the next step I'm at right now. I don't know where I'll be in three years. I don't know where I'll be in five years. I mean, I hope it's here. I hope it's uh, with NBC Sports Boston where I am. But you know, if other opportunities come up, you you always have to you know keep an open mind to that as well. But it's it's really kind of trying to figure out where the industry's going because it keeps evolving and just trying to stay out of it. That's yeah. it's so much harder than it sounds. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm obviously new to this audio podcasting thing, but so do you have any tips for me? How do you how do you practice your voice skills or you know being on air and TV? Do you have any little you know? Well, I will I will start with that? this. You you're doing a fantastic job being conversational <laughs> and using just your normal regular like talking voice. Because a lot of times, like, you know, people get in here and they'll they'll just, like, start reading questions or something like this. And they'll just be, like, you know, they'll use their broadcaster <laughs> voice. That's that's one question. I, I bet my voice changes a little bit when yeah. I'm on air. But it it's I don't want it to. Right. Like, the whole point is just being yourself and showing your personality mm-hmm. and, and everything else. So when people, like, will be like, oh, g- give me your broadcasting voice. <laughs> like, yeah, read, like, a highlight for me. And I'm like, ah, I, I, there, there shouldn't be a broadcasting voice, but okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. That's, all right, whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. No, you're yeah. doing a great job. Got some good questions nailed down there. He's asked a couple tough ones in there. Yeah, I just asked you to, like, pump my tires a little bit. <laughs> I have a few speed round questions yes. for you, just so, you know. What was your first job? Uh, Ever. Ever? <laughs> yeah, like, going back to, like, when you first started working as a kid. Okay, my parents own a garden center uh, in Hadley, Mass., the Hadley Garden Center, so they... They had me there. They put me to work at a pretty young age. I also uh, worked on farms growing up. It's a very agricultural mm-hmm. area, so you know, um, picking and picking corn, packing corn, um, builds character, all that stuff. <laughs> I, let me tell you, it really makes it when when I say it, it makes you appreciate that. Right now, as as you mentioned before, I get paid to watch and and follow <laughs> and talk about sports. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you got to work hard to get there. So you do. You start somewhere, even if it's just on the farm. Absolutely. <laughs> Working hard. And in another life, what what do you think your career would be? That's a great question. I actually really enjoyed when I was, I think my middle year here, um, and I was co-oping, and I also had a little bit of time. I coached uh, JV boys soccer at Milton mm-hmm. Academy. 
and I really enjoyed it quite a bit, you know, like just teaching, learning from them, but teaching and, and coaching and everything else. So I think it's hard to say, but I, I kind of like the idea of, of teaching and mm-hmm. who knows, like maybe someday, mm-hmm. you know, if there's like a university out there that has like, you know, a communications <laughs> program or you know, a TV program, like I would love to, I would love to get into, um, I think the, the teaching field as well. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's very rewarding. Mm-hmm. Very rewarding. Is. And then, I mean, you've been in a lot of different cities. If you could live in any city in the world besides Boston, mm. anywhere in the world, anywhere where in the would world. you go? Oh, man, this is embarrassing because I really haven't been out of the country much. So th- that would be, that would be, uh, it wouldn't be wise for me to pick anywhere outside the country. <laughs> uh, any city in the world outside of Boston. I mean, I loved San Diego when I was there. It's not the most passionate sports town. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'd be working on sports as much. Um, maybe the teaching career. Yeah, maybe. You know, that'd be good. I, I did enjoy my time there. Um, I've seen a lot of the country. It's, it's, a, it's, there's a lot of good cities. You know, I've made the road trip a few times because of the co-ops and everything else, but, uh, San Diego was up there. It was one of my, my favorite cities, but, uh, that'd be a tough one. I, this is Boston's pretty good right now. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that way too. People have asked me that question. I'm like, Boston's the best. And yeah. I, I mean, I'm biased. I'm from here too, but it's hard to leave. It's like <laughs> you went to Lehigh, like Lehigh's yes. near Philadelphia. Yeah, so it's a, it's a, you know between New York and Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah, I mean I wanted to come back here, so I've been at Northeastern working ever since. So yeah, it's a, New York to me is just a little big. It's a yeah. little outside my comfort zone. Like I can go there, I can spend weekend, you know, have a great time, but just trying to imagine just the hustle and bustle and the grind like every single day. It's That's, fun for a weekend for me. Yeah, and I'm like, this is not sustainable. i got to go back to sometimes my little town. <laughs> feels city. a little overwhelming a little mm-hmm. bit. So Boston just feels manageable. It's a great city. I, you know, I, I don't like, I'm sure you feel the same way. Kind of take it for granted once you're mm-hmm. gone. Definitely. You know. Well, thanks so much for your time today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this was easy. Those, yeah. That was. Just conversation. I love <laughs> like it. Around the golf course. <laughs> I love it. All right. Megan, <laughs> thank so you much. so much. That was episode three of Northeastern Next. For show notes and more information about Tom Giles, visit alumni.northeastern.edu slash next. You can follow Tom on Twitter at TomGilesMBCS. Please subscribe, rate, review, and tell a friend. New episodes are released every other Tuesday. This is Megan Brisson from the Office of Alumni Relations. Go Sox!